part, part of our Christmas, part of who we are. And we lay that before the Lord. We're going to sing stanzas three and four of 262 as our faith looks up to our God. I tread and griefs around me spread. Be thou my guide. Mid darkness turn to day. Wipe sorrows, tears away. Nor let me ever stray from thee. Swift races run, death's cold work almost done. Be near to me, bless Savior, then in love, fear and distrust remove. Oh, bear me safe above. We're going to pray together and we're going to use the candles as remembrance as we pray in regard to various aspects of the struggles we lay before the Lord. As we light the first candle, these words with a response from you. We light this first candle to remember those who we have loved and lost. We pause to remember clearly their faces and their voices and their presence. And we embrace and give thanks for the memories that bind them to us. We remember them with love. May God's eternal love surround them. moment of silent reflection.
we light this second candle to remember the pain of loss, loss of relationships, loss of trust, loss of jobs, loss of health, loss of faith, loss of joy. We acknowledge the pain of the past, O God, and we offer it to you, asking that into our wounded hearts you will place peace, We remember that through you all things are possible. Refresh, restore, renew us, O God, and lead us into your future. Light this third candle to remember the past weeks, months, and for some of us, years that have been heavy with our burden. We lay before you, dear God, the sadness and grief, the hurt and fear, the anger and pain. We include the ways we feel we have fallen short and the times we have blamed ourselves and you for all that we have suffered. We remember that though we have felt the darkness, the light itself has not failed. We hold to the truth that the dawn will come and defeat the darkness.
We light this fourth candle to remember faith, the gift of light and hope that God offers to us in the stories of Christmas that began in abandonment, insecurity, and humbleness in a poor stable. We remember that the loving God who came to share this life with us promises us comfort and peace. We remember the one who shares our burdens, who shows us the way, and who journeys with us into all our tomorrows. like to reflect with you on the words of Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 35, as our scripture reading this evening. It's the Christmas story of Simeon. Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms And praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them. And said to Mary, his mother, and this is our text, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and the sword will pierce your own soul too. People of God, we are here let God speak into our places of sadness. There's an official term that the Bible uses for that, that exercise, that activity, and the term is lament. There are many laments in the Bible, places where people cry out to God in their struggles. For example, Psalm 13, how long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? 
How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? It's a lament. It's a calling out to God in the struggles, in the difficulties. So our gathering here as Christians at Christmas, recognizing the struggles, is not at all out of place. It is very biblical, very appropriate. Within the lament psalms and passages in the Bible, there is seldom an explanation. Laments don't explain why things happen. But the cry goes up and the laments end, almost all of them, with a trust in the Lord. I trust in your unfailing love, Psalms 13. I trust in your unfailing love. So the lament moves us to a position of trust. Our hope in the Lord remains. And so to gather in a service like this is to place our hope squarely, squarely in the one who came at Christmas, Jesus the Savior. Our scripture this evening is the story of Simeon. Simeon is a man of faith, a man who trusts in the Lord, but it's not easy. We can assume Simeon was old. It says about him that he had been revealed he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So there would be a, uh, the implications there are that people would have expected him to die by now. That he is old, very old. And it's not easy getting old. And also, he lived in the time as people of Israel were struggling, suffering, and under the hardships of Roman occupation. And though we don't know details specifically, that he would know and understand lament is very, very likely It reminds me, his life reminds me of Jacob. When Jacob, the great patriarch, is brought to Egypt by his son Joseph. And Jacob is presented to Pharaoh. And Jacob is old. And Pharaoh says to Jacob, how is it with you? And Jacob says, my life was short and difficult. Short and difficult. And Jacob was 120 years old. There are struggles. Struggles in life. From Jacob to Simeon. And we recognize that. Now in this account, finally, the Holy Spirit tells him, this is the child. He is moved by the Holy Spirit. It's clear to him. God is is fulfilling his plan, his purpose. And so Simeon sees the Savior, and, and he gets one chance 